0: hello you're listening to the thoughts and progress podcast today's episode is called i can't do this on my own building your relationship with allah
1: all right let's get started i think it's important to um first mention who is allah and why bother uh, building a relationship with him
0: yeah i think um i think the most important thing is purpose for me um you know, this life, there's many there's many kind of goals that you can have. There's many kind of um, aspirations you can have or, or things that you want to achieve. But at the end of the day, if there's no purpose to all of it, um, we're never going to feel that satisfaction. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, as human beings, Allah created us with a kind of void that will be never filled. That will never be filled unless... It's with the closeness of Allah. And so, and a lot of times we have this void that we mistaken for, you know, kind of a sadness or other things, but not knowing that, you know, the the whole purpose that we've been created, we're not fulfilling it. Um, And so because of that, we end up chasing, you know, a a bunch of other things. Um, And not to say that we shouldn't have aspirations and goals, right? Because that's, you know, part of the life that we live. Um, But... It's one thing to kind of chase a bunch of things, um, kind of with an with an empty, I guess, heart. You could say, you know, just chasing, you know, surface level things. And it's another thing to have um, have a deeper purpose, have um, like a a farther outlook. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that sure. doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. That. I get it. <laughs> I don't know if that is well. Yeah, Um, and I feel like, um, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be our our biggest aspiration. Um, You know, everything that we do in our life. Yeah, 100%.
1: For me, I think, I mean, purpose is definitely one of them, and you covered that. But um, for me, I think it's also direction. I feel like when my relationship with Allah isn't, like, great at its greatest... That those are the times when I feel the most lost mm-hmm. or the most hopeless, um, most depressed, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, contentment of the heart and, um, direction is like one of the biggest things for me. And I, I can't live without that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I only mentioned a few things, yeah. but like for me personally, at least they're very big things. Yeah. Yeah. My days are yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I definitely need that
0: yeah because I think I don't know for me when I think about it it's like I think yeah I mean what what you said about direction but like there is there's kind of a sense of peace and like when I say peace I don't mean that everything always is going well or that I'm happy all the time but when I say peace I mean that you know there's always a sense of at the end of the day allah has something better planned you know when and there's there's kind of like someone that you're look something better that you're looking forward to and you know part of it is i mean a huge obviously the main thing is allah but also like the akhirah the hereafter yeah. that you're looking forward to you know you have kind of a bigger goal a bigger purpose so when you have um a mindset looking ahead you kind of don't worry about the smaller things as much and the small
1: like the small things that we think at the time are so major we we realize like their importance
0: yeah exactly um and then uh, and, and and as I said not to say that like um, not to say that you're never gonna feel you know kind of sadness or 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 down or um you know all these kind of emotions cuz we are human beings at the end of the day you know it's it's like you know when i say that there is kind of a sense of hope it's it's you know no matter how down i'm feeling i know that i trust in allah you know yeah, i know that sure.
1: that um, trust is a big thing trust and patience i mean like just knowing that god has the most wisdom mm-hmm. and we are just human beings but he has ultimate knowledge and what he plans It's always for the greater good. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So basically, um, I don't want to say in conclusion, but I don't know (laughs) what else to say. Uh, The the main two points are, you know, having that purpose, having the direction, having that hope, um, and looking forward towards, you know, something, someone. Um, uh, And I say something as in the Akhira, someone as in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's kind of the main goal. Um, But who is Allah? You know, how... Um, how do you build a relationship with Allah um, if you don't even know who he is? Um, So I think the most important thing is to learn who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is this, you know, being that you keep your trust in, that you have your hope in, that you look forward to, you know, um, who is this this being that, you know, um, you feel that you can talk to all the time.
1: That that's a big one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that really is a big one. I mean, Allah tells us about himself, and there's so much to learn about him. Mm-hmm. And like you said before, um, like he, how do you trust someone that you don't really know? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, he's our creator. Mm-hmm. He is the Lord. He is the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, everything comes from him and everything will return to him. Uh, he is the most knowledgeable, the most wise he hears and sees all. And he's pretty much like the one who matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always worry about what people think, um, how we are seen, but we don't always think about how our Lord sees us. Is our Lord happy with us? Mm-hmm. The one who created us, the one who gave us life, mm-hmm. um, what does he think of what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Is what we're doing pleasing him or is it angering him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, um, so you mentioned, mashallah, a lot of names, which, um, you know, all will describe like, you know, uh, who Allah is, but I want to touch a little bit on each one of them. <laughs> yeah, go with so, it. Um, The first one is Al-Khaliq. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who created us. And when I think of the creator, um, I'm going to bring it down a notch. And, you know, just, I guess, step back from talking about Allah for a second and just give a small example. You know, when you have kind of a creator, um, you know, in this life, you know, whether it's a creator of some kind of technology or a creator of uh, I don't know, some kind of game or whatever. That person who makes something knows its in and outs. They know its purpose. They know what they intended um, for the thing that they created. Um, and so they know kind of, you know, how it works. Um, they know kind of what it's built to do. You know, they know um, everything about that thing that they created, right? Right um so when you think of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know you know allah is the creator he created us not just in the sense that he started us or he you know built us but in the sense that when he made us he did it with a purpose and he knows that purpose And he knows the ins and outs of us, you know, and he knows what kind of emotions we were built with, we were built for, you know, the kind of things that we chase, the kind of desires that we have. And so I just, I think it's interesting because when you kind of understand the concept of he created us, it becomes easier to Mm -hmm. trust him. Because I think a lot of times, you know, people, they don't have this trust for Allah, um, because they're disconnected with the concept of the fact that he knows us so well. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, people think that like, oh, you know, but I don't do this because, you know, my life is difficult, you know, yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever, whatever. But if you understand that God created us knowing our nature. Yeah. Knowing that you would be in this situation. And that kind of ties into like, oh, he is al Alim, He is the all-knowing. Um it becomes easier to trust that, okay, well, he knows my nature. He knows what I want. He knows the situation that he put me in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So how, how can I not trust him? You know, how can I not look, uh, how can I not like look forward to him? Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. yeah,
1: no, I, I understand what you mean. And Allah tells us in the Quran, there's a verse that says, Allah is closer to us in our jugular vein, which basically means, um, the vein that's inside of our body, you can't get any closer than that. But Allah is closer to us than that. Meaning, He knows what we're thinking before we think it. Mm. He knows how we feel, without us even telling anyone. Mm-hmm. He knows what we're about to say, what we're gonna do, like, ten hours from now, ten mm-hmm. minutes from now, like just that. Like knowing how well mm-hmm. He knows us. I mean, He knows us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Better than our parents know yeah. ourselves. Yeah.
0: And I think for me, that's, like, another, like, kind of comfort when I think about Allah is, like, He knows. And not just He knows me, but, like, He knows me, but He also knows what's in the hearts of the people around me. Like, you yeah. know, like, sometimes you have, like, whether it's a difficult time dealing with, you know, people around you or, you know, whatever the case may be. Life. Life happens. Yeah, Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think of it like, you know, what Allah knows what's in my heart. He knows what's in their heart, too. You know, and he knows what I don't know, you know, there are things that, you know, he knows about me that they don't know, but also he knows about them, what I don't know either, you know, and so it's kind of, um, I remember I was once listening to, um, like a, like a lecture, and the brother was saying how, you know, when you don't trust in Allah, It's as if you're saying, and I'm not saying this word forward, by the way, it's just kind of, you know, the meaning of what he said. I can't remember the exact sentence that he said, but it was basically that if you don't trust in Allah, um, you essentially kind of think that you know more than Allah, because if you... That is
1: scary. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but like if you actually think about it, if you know, let's say you don't trust in Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's because you have something in your mind or in your heart that you want, you know? Um, it could be physical, it could be intangible, whatever the case may be, but you want that thing and Allah hasn't given it to you, right? And you're unhappy with that. It's like saying that you think you know what's better for you than Allah yeah, does, yeah. right? Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that knows better. Um, so I thought that was so interesting. I never forgot that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's intense. The next point that I would make is get to know Allah's names.
1: Yeah, just like a really quick um, point to what you just mentioned, and we can come back to this later. But um, um, having something that we want, our own desires, and not trusting in Allah and thinking that's better for us in that moment—desire um, our desires as human beings are not always consistent we want something and then like the next day we don't but what Allah has written Allah knows what's best for us in like the biggest picture yeah and that is always consistent
0: oh my god 100 <laughs> percent.
1: so I mean when you think about it who should be Justin Moore? <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> no it's so true it's yeah. so true like why would you and oh my god you know what that actually brings me to another point that i wanted to mention and i was going to mention this later on but since we're here we can come back <laughs> to no no yeah. no let's just let's just mm-hmm. get it to it right now because you already mentioned it um when i think of our desires i think of just like you said you know people are inconsistent at least i can speak for myself <laughs>
1: myself everyone i've seen around me <laughs>
0: like an emotional wreck one day and then like super happy the next day and then like super calm and super patient Mm -hmm. one day and then like flipping out another day so i can i can like i'm like inconsistent (laughs) as it is you know what i mean and so you think about like our desires as human beings and we're always like as society we're always encouraged like oh you know do whatever quote unquote makes you happy what does that even mean? Because one minute this makes me happy and the next minute that same thing um, makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, or one minute, you know, I'm I'm sad about something and, and the next minute I'm, I'm you know, so so really when you're chasing happiness, you're chasing something that will never be. That's that's what I think of it. You know what I mean? And subhanallah, this clicked to me one day. I was like, Subhanallah, you know when Allah says Al Al Qayyum, that He is ever living? And like, you know, like, like he, he is, um, oh my God, how come I don't know how to translate this? Um, how, how do you translate al al Like he, he, is the ever living and the ever.
1: Like self-sustaining. Like, yes.
0: Self-sustaining. Yeah, self-sustaining. And I'm like, Subhanallah, you know, like Allah never like dies mm-hmm. and like his being is, is eternal and, and whatever he. Whatever he speaks, whatever he is, it's consistent. And so when he commands us with something, you know, if we kind of aim towards Allah, we will never be unfulfilled because he's consistent. And, and so having that goal, you know, towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will, it will always be like a consistent in our lives despite the up and downs. Whereas we're chasing our happiness. That goes here and there. You're never going to be satisfied
1: yeah, for sure. And so
0: I remember, like, just thinking about that, like, "Wow, Allah is al-hayy <laughs> al Light bulb. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I never, I guess, I never thought of it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when I really like sat down, and I was like, "Wow, Allah is like ever living. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing about Him that 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 it's. He's not like us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like He's different. Um, and so." Yeah, I think that's that's um
1: <laughs> food for that. <laughs> and like, how many times do you see people just always working yeah. to be happy? Yeah. Like they're just never happy. Yeah. Yeah, someone, why are you doing that? Oh, because it makes me happy. Are you happy right now? Yeah, I think they're mixing up.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, I actually read a book. <laughs> <laughs> do tell. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not an Islamic book, by the way. Yes, I was reading this book and um, this guy was talking about like a lot of times people um, mix happiness with like desires and it's not the same thing because how many, he, he mentioned how like, you know, how many drug addicts will tell you that, you know, their pursuit of, you know, that desire made them happy in the long run, you know what I mean? Or how many, you know, people that have, you know, fulfilled their desire, ruined a relationship, is going to tell you that that led them to happiness. You know, so a lot of times, you know, people think that, you know, happiness, quote unquote, is fulfilling their desires. That's actually not the case.
1: How Islamic is that, though? Like, when you think about <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's like, wow. <laughs> because honestly, when you think about it, true happiness is contentment of the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. It's when you're like actually content. You don't always have to be like pleased with what's happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. But you're content. And it goes back to like saying, we trust in what Allah has written, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We trust in his qadr. We trust in his decree. Mm-hmm. But like when you're just always fulfilling your desires, how many times do you do something because you wanted to and then you regret it? Like, exactly. My whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just
0: okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, it's so true. And then that that brings me back to my point. That Allah is Al-Alim, like He knows. He knows everything. And, you know, He's our creator. He is Al-Hakim, He is the most wise. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, the reason why I think about that is because it's like a lot of times when He commands us with something, you know, whether it's in the Qur'an or Hadith, you know, some of us are kind of reluctant to obey. We're like, oh, you know, another thing, right? But then when you think of like, look at this book that I'm reading from a non-Muslim Who's mentioning this concept, and I'm like, Subhanallah! Like when Allah, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like when Allah prevents us from something. At the end of the day, He's commanding us. You know, some, uh, you know, He's either commanding us or preventing us from something that He knows is going to benefit us, or harm us, or protect us from, you know, harming us. Because He knows us. And at the end of the day, you know, when you think of like Islam and like, um, uh, you know, the way Allah gave us our guidance, it's in line. With what we like naturally want, like what we actually, actually, you know, not like temporary desires, but what we actually need, um, what Allah commands is in line with that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I totally get you. That's actually a great point. Hakim, Alim, He hears everything.
0: Yeah, and Al Basir. I love those names.
1: <laughs> honestly all of the names I, it's just so fascinating to me like i love learning about them
0: yeah i think the next point is just learning allah's names um because every single one of allah's names describes him in a different way you know it describes each of his qualities
1: they uh, all tie in together they're all very different but they all relate
0: yeah and the, they, they all you know, have a different quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you get to know Allah's names, you get to know his qualities, you get to build your connection with him. You know, it's kind of this combination of, you know, uh, uh, I mean, there's so many names, but there's, you know, there's the fact that he, there, there's names that are, are a means of comfort, right? There's names that are a means of, you know, kind of humility for us, knowing that, you know, he is all-powerful, that he is almighty. Um, there are names that are... um. Uh, it just, all of them um have a different quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so i i would definitely say you know get to know his names um get to know who your creator is get to know who your lord is because once you understand the concept of who Allah is then it will be so much easier to you know obey his commands it will be so much easier to love his messenger the way he says to love his messenger it will be so much easier um
1: to turn to, to him when you need, like when you need someone to turn to. Yeah, right. I feel like that's another thing. Like we turn to people that we trust, but like we said, people are not consistent. Yeah, like and then you have the whole concept of fake friends. Who can you trust? You can't trust anyone <laughs> nowadays. So I yes. mean, <laughs> boom. There's yeah. Allah. I mean, and Allah will never let you down. Yeah, that's one thing that I can always take comfort in. And even when I want to like pray before i go to bed and i like there's some times when i just don't know how to express myself yeah you take comfort in knowing that god knows already yeah and he loves it when you turn to him so just saying god i need your help Mm -hmm. i need your help with what's going on right now i i need help expressing myself i i need help just getting through this trial
0: other thing i wanted to mention um with regards to learning to who allah is um and i think it's you know so important to learn who allah is um i was telling my students just yesterday that knowledge is power i mean everyone knows that that's like a concept that is kind of known to people in general but also very much you know an islamic concept um but get to know who Allah is. And how do you get to know who Allah is? Number one, by his names, you know, because those are the things that describe him. That's his characteristics. But also study his word, right? If you want to get to know someone, get to know what is their speech. What are the things that, you know, they've mentioned, right? What's, you know, important, you know? And so what better way to learn about Allah than his own speech, Um so definitely build your relationship with the Qur'an and build your connection with the Qur'an.
1: That and goes hand in hand. Building your your relationship with the Qur'an is building your relationship with Allah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Like, if you have a relationship with Allah, you're not very far from the Qur'an.
0: Yeah. Because when you love Allah, then you would love his speech as well, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And like, even when you like, I don't want to say dial it down but like when you compare it to like humans when you love someone you love listening to them if you love someone and that person gives you advice you're gonna listen to it yeah so i mean uh, it's so true actually you're, you're right when you think about like
0: people that you trust even if you know and obviously we don't compare them to god the same way but you know even if you don't take their advice all the time most likely if you trust your someone you're gonna take their advice majority of the time yeah
1: yeah, or you're sure. going to at
0: least consider what they have to say, right? So when it comes to Allah, you know, after getting to know Allah, why wouldn't you trust, you know, what he has to say about creation? Why wouldn't yeah. you trust, you know, what he commanded, knowing that he is all wise and he, you know, created us based on our nature, you know? Um, so the next point that I wanted to bring on is that part of our nature is that we need someone to lean on you know, part of our nature is that we need we are needy people. So uh Allah says in the Quran that al that He created men weak or or men were created weak, right? Or people were created weak. Um and you know, so it's it's part of our nature that we we need to lean on someone. We need to um rely on someone and People will, you know, they'll be there for us. And obviously we need people. That's also part of our nature. Um, but they're also limited. You know, they're limited to, you know, how often we can go to them. They're limited into, you know, their abilities and their, um, and, you know, they also need someone too, you know. And so when you think of Allah, you know, he is, he's is al-ghani. Like he doesn't need anyone. Um, so he's the one that you can rely on consistently um and and he doesn't need anyone else, so there's never a time that he's tired of you needing him yeah you know and tired yeah. of you going back
1: and to him. Allah loves it when the slaves or his servants us when we turn to him like, that's something that I mean you can't ever have enough of like we need Allah and he doesn't need us mm-hmm. you know so if you think about that for a second, I mean, if we're not, like, he's he's there for us. He's our Lord. He's our creator. And he knows us. He hears us. He sees us. And he knows, like, us better than we do. So, I mean, if you're not turning to him when you need him, I mean, like, what does that show? So there's a hadith that I think would be good to end off with. Um, it's in Sahih Muslim narrated by abu Huraira. so abu Huraira reported allah's messenger sallallahu saying that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said when my servant draws close to me by the span of a palm i draw close to him by the cubit and when he draws close to me by the cubit i draw close to him by the space of two arm spans and when he comes to me walking i go in a hurry towards him I think that's one of my favorite hadiths. <laughs> it's so beautiful. You take one step towards Allah and he comes running to you.
0: Yeah. I think at the end of the day, the takeaway lesson is that um, we need to build a relationship with Allah. Whether it's on a lower level, whether it's on a higher level. Um, and I think this hadith was a beautiful reminder of, you know, that because I think a lot of people sometimes they're kind of distant because they're like oh well i'm not that good you know or whatever so like what's the point i've heard that statement a lot of like i'm going to hell anyways have you heard of that yeah so this hadith is a beautiful reminder that no like come towards me and allah responds um so inshallah i think we'll end off with that um and we'll have our closing dua subhanakallahumma bihamdik nashhidu la ilaha ilaha anta nastaghfirikun atu Thanks for joining us today and follow us on Instagram at Thoughts in Progress Podcast and be sure to let us know what you thought about today's episode.